Well, hey there, lovely. Have you ever taken time off your business, like serious time off? I'm talking a sabbatical, a big ass holiday, or maybe maternity leave. Well, in this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of how I am baby proofing my business. And I think it applies to you even if you have no intention to ever be pregnant or take maternity leave. The principles still apply. And it's been such an eye-opening, awesome experience for me that I really wanted to share with you some of the top tips that I'm putting into place to make sure that everything runs tickety-boo for the next three or four months when I am off having my first child. Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Natalie Sisson, an entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, host of this untapped podcast, and a lover of handstands and dogs. I've spent over a decade building successful businesses I love and teaching others to do the same. I want to help you tap into your unlimited potential and make the income and impact you desire simply by being you. In fact, I'm on a mission to help 1,000 women earn at least $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of their revenue to causes that they truly care about so that together we can create a ripple effect in this world. So if that sounds like you and you're on board to learn how to make the mindset shifts you need to have the business success you want and the lifestyle that you desire, then this is the podcast for you. So this is a pretty special episode, one of my solo episodes, and I've been really looking forward to recording it because it's been a work in progress leading up to the birth of our first child, young Leonardo, as we have named him. He is due for arrival on the 1st of August, and I am going to be taking maternity leave from mid-July. And at this point, who knows how long for? I'm giving myself three months, but for all the amazing mums that I've talked to who are also women entrepreneurs... They're kind of like, take as long or as little as you wish. Like, you'll know in the first couple of weeks or months where you're at and whether you want to spend more time truly being present with your child and that whole experience, which is pretty damn special, especially those first thousand days are so important. Or for some mums, they're kind of like, let me back at it. And I have a feeling I'll probably be somewhere in the middle. And I'm just really looking forward to having the flexibility to make that choice when I want to. So... The way in which I have baby-proofed my business is to essentially build a really great team, systems, and processes. And this has been always something that I've focused on, but building a team has been one of the most rewarding yet challenging things. And I've had great team members throughout the years of being in business right back in 2012 when I hired my first virtual assistant before I headed off on a bike for two months down Africa, as you may remember from the Suitcase Entrepreneur book or any tales that I've talked about, especially in Suck It Up Princess, where I share that entire story. And you know what I've learned is that if you have great systems and processes and you communicate well with your community and you let your clients know what you're doing, everything can just kind of keep going without you within reason. But the best type of business is one that keeps giving you leads and sales and runs essentially on autopilot. We're not quite at that perfect stage because a lot of the work that I love to do is being so connected with my clients and through group coaching and teaching and courses. So it's been a little bit of a different challenge because for me, I had to really hire people that I trust that would grow with me and who truly wanted to care for my business and my customers because they're the most important people in my life. And thankfully, Over the space of the last, I don't know, it feels like year, 
this team has come into place. And even more so, I think, with the launches that I've taken them through at the beginning of the year and the most successful virtual summit that I shared a whole episode about that was just such a win for the team that I think they are just feeling really confident and really, really ready for me to step away and to do awesome things. If you want to hear all about the behind the scenes of our virtual summit, Monetize You, which just absolutely rocked, head to nataliesisson.com forward slash 121. It's a goodie. And we're bringing out a pretty definitive blog post to share all the candid results as well, because there was just so much to learn and it was just amazing. But that in particular was just a really great way, I think, for me to go out with a team who came together pulled together for that. It was effortless. It was fun. We did really, really well and everybody gelled so well. And as a result, the team is just like in a great place. So when I talk about my team, I talk about Lauren, who is amazing. And she's my digital business manager, also known as an online business manager. And she's been with me almost a year. Um, And she's just been stepping up more and more, taking more control, being more confident in what she knows and what she can offer and has just really grown into the type of business that I have that is not always easy for people to get their head around with all the moving parts, particularly as a content sort of marketing machine and the various offers that we have. And so a big part of what I've been trying to do over the last year is simplify and simplify and simplify. And as a ideator and a creator, I often think I bring up more ideas than I do eliminate them. So that's been a good challenge for me just to really stay focused. And Lauren has really stepped up in terms of the operations of the business and creating better systems or improving on the ones that I had, more templates within Asana for the team to really nail down processes so that when the podcast goes out or the social go out, everything is running smoothly. And more importantly, I just wrote up the 10K Club operational guidelines, which wasn't probably something that I would have gotten around to, but should have, had I not been going on maternity leave. So it feels really good that whenever you've got something that you love and is going really well, to actually write up the full operational guidelines of how it does run so that anybody could come along at any point and go, okay, I get it. I get membership runs. I get how the moaching calls work. I see how you bring on experts for masterclasses. I see how we communicate, support the community, and all those good things. And one of the biggest parts of that process has been, for the first time in my life, this is huge for me, has been hiring in people to replace me as a coach. I have always been the coach in my business. I've always been the front person. And um, it's really exciting. I've hired two resident coaches to take over while I'm gone and maybe even continue on when I'm back. You know, it's just opened up possibilities and opportunities for me to think about the 10K Club in a whole new way where it's not an analysis and lead thing. It's actually a community and coach driven club designed to get you 10K months and 10X your own personal growth. So in many ways, this maternity leave and baby proofing my business has been one of the best freaking exercises I've ever had to face. So that's exciting. And they've already stepped in last month and have been sort of co-hosting with me and shadowing what we've been doing. And then this month and the time you're listening to this podcast, if it is July, they are essentially going to start running the sessions and I just get to be there to support. And obviously I can never, ever stop coaching or or giving advice and sharing because I know my queen so well, but just really excited. And they're all like, nope, you just go off maternity leave. We've got this, which is that we've got this or you don't need to worry. is just such a beautiful thing to hear from your team. 
So that has been a big part of it and a huge step. And as I said, it's kind of opened my eyes to how I can run my business and different offers in the future as well. Um, and really looking at, do you need to be the main person in your business? Are there ways that you can obviously create offers, courses, digital products, all those things can totally run without you, even if you're the creator of them. But when it comes to memberships, services, programs that are run live, in which ways can you kind of replace yourself over time? Are you still the best person to be doing these things? And these were some of the questions, you know, I wanted to ask myself or think about for the future. So I just thought I'd put that out there as one of the key understandings, I guess, and enlightening moments that I've had for myself. The second thing that's become really apparent in baby proofing my business is how much I have taught and trained customers, clients, and my community to contact me about pretty much everything. And I think that really does stem back from when I started and it was just me and I had a blog and I was super accessible. And one of the things that I really credited myself with being was super responsive and flexible and accessible and people loved it. And then they took advantage of it and I never really put a stop to it. So whilst I do have really good boundaries around other things and saying no to various opportunities and people, I have no problem with that. But I realized that with my community, I was still trying to be the savior or the hero and be there at the end of every single email or piece of comms because I could do it quickly. I could answer their question. I could make sure they felt supported. I could leave them with a really good experience. And so not only do I get emails to this day, but it's rapidly starting to change around advice or coaching specific or for really important things like being interviewed on people's podcasts or PR opportunities. But I also get emails going, hey, Natalie, I've lost my login. <laughs> or, hey, Nat, I'm having a tech issue with this thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have totally trained people to just come to me for everything. And it's all on me. It's nothing to do with them. They just know that I'll respond really quickly and take action. So it's been a real pleasure, but also a little bit painful to see <laughs> how I have been the sole instigator of that and that it is totally at my end to fix. So it's been a real joy to be able to forward some of those emails directly to the support email, which goes to both Lauren and April. April is my virtual assistant. She's been with me just on two months and she's doing a stellar job. So now what I was doing was responding and CCing them in and making sure everything was good. And now I've just had to be ruthless and just forward it straight on because they've got this. They will care for you just as much as I have. They will get to you when they can. We've set up autoresponders around, we'll get back to you in 24 hours or less. And it just feels really good. So I'm literally having to hit the forward button, which is something that <laughs> I'm so not used to and not reply to those things because I won't be around to do that. And nor should I be doing those things in my business at this stage of my business. So that's been a real eye opener. And I actually just want to read you an excerpt from Suck It Up Princess because hilariously, there's a whole chapter in here about building your moat. It's probably one of my favorite chapters. And a lot of people who have read the book, which you can buy on Amazon and so many good places, including some independent bookstores. If you head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash princess, we've actually put in all the places you can buy this beautiful book with its sexy cover. But a lot of people say, I really like the chapter on build your moat. So I'm just going to read out a little bit of it because a moat is essentially a defensive wall and or body of water around your castle. And it makes a lot of sense because in the 10K club, we call ourselves the queens. And so I was really encouraging them the other day on one of the lives that I do each week to share 
how they're going to set up their defensive walls and how they're going to set more boundaries. And it was opened up a really great discussion on what people are still doing and they know they need to stop or where they literally need to create this defensive wall. So here's the chapter or some of it. In fairy tales, most princesses live in a castle. Some castles, the really fortified ones, have moats, a body of water that encircles the castle. This makes it harder for the enemy to attack because they have to navigate across the often dark and deep waters, which gives the guards protecting the castle time to fend off an attack. In short, they're pretty handy. I learned years ago that if I want to do my best work and live a life I truly desire, I need a really big frickin' moat around me. In other words, I need to create and honour my boundaries. These boundaries protect me from giving away too much of my energy, working too hard, letting negative people in my life, over-consuming social media, getting stressed out, taking on too many projects or responsibilities, getting involved in other people's business or drama, putting other people's needs before me, getting poor sleeps, not prioritizing my rest, or being too accessible to clients, friends, and family. So I just want to put it out there that even as the author of this book, which came out in April and was written late last year, you know, I'm still a work in progress, as I'm sure you are. And then I went on to say, the truth is, as a high performer and an overachiever, I'm prone to pushing too hard too often. This is something I'm finally learning to manage by adopting the mantra, ease, grace, and flow every single day. And I will have to say, not reading my book right now, that mantra has been the living, breathing essence of mine and my team for this whole last year well, at least the last six months, and it has made a huge difference. Like, we are having way more fun. Back to the book. There is no one else here to look to but me. The buck stops with me. Change starts with me. If I forget to look after myself in order to look out for and help others, I pay the price. So I go on to talk about the power of saying no and just a bunch of things that I did at a time when I really needed to have a moat So I talk about setting clear times for contact, choosing your prime communication tool. Like why do so many of us have so many freaking ways that people can get in touch? Like, oh, hit me up on Messenger, Signal. Oh, I'm on WhatsApp. Oh, you can find me on Voxer. And also then there's email, et cetera, et cetera. So those were some of the things I talked about. Instituting email protection, which is what I'm in the process of doing right now. And also having digital detox days which are really important and why I take my Freedom Friday and always will. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. It's a it's a really great chapter and it's quite a short read, but it's really been hitting home with people because they realize they're just not implementing that. They're not being true to what they really want out of their lifestyle and how they want their business to run. So that brings me to another big decision that I actually made over a month ago. Well, not a big decision, but a big move is giving April full access to my email and essentially taking it over from now-ish. So I still have a couple of emails in my inbox that I need to deal with, but pretty much the most of July, I am intending her to be the person in my inbox sorting out between those blanket requests where people want to write an article for your blog and it never stops and it's never ending and they make it sound like such a great idea that you should take their free content and link back to them for no cost at all. Those things about the numerous podcast interview requests that I get to have people on my show, some of which are brilliant, most of which are not quite aligned for the numerous, hey, do you want to partner up with us on a really, really shitty affiliate deal for a tool that you don't know or use, which is really when I was handing this over to April with a short loom, which ended up becoming a half an hour loom of how I run my inbox. 
most of it was like delete or report as spam. I'm not kidding you. And then it made me look at how many years I have been sifting through this stuff myself and at times trying to make one thing work, like, yes, this could be a potential sponsorship or yes, this could be an advertising deal. And I just got really ruthless and said, no, pretty much all of this is just delete, report, unsubscribe or reply with a no thank you. So that's felt really good. And uh, I'm also looking forward to April improving the organization of my inbox and folders and, you know, maybe teaching me how to use it in a better way. I'm pretty good at email triage. I'm fairly good at getting to inbox zero, but that is really just a badge of honor that doesn't actually necessarily mean you're in charge of your communications. And what I love, and we've been talking about the 10K Club, and some of the queens do really well, is just days when they check in on their email at certain times and the rest of the time they're just not even in there. So if you're one of those people who leaves it open all the time, which I have been guilty of doing, then expect to be wasting time and being really inefficient with how you use your email communications versus, hey, maybe not checking in on it for an entire day or more, or just checking once. And when you go in there, you're just super laser-like effective at doing the things you need to do. And then you're back out of there so you can focus on more important things that are in your zone of genius. The third big thing that I did, and this was a decision that I made really recently, is as you may or may not know, I have been a content queen since 2008, 2009. I have written well over 1,200 blog posts. I have produced Oh my gosh, what are we up to now? Over 500 podcast episodes, tons of social, and I have written a weekly email for as long as I can remember. And it's so ingrained in me, like it comes easily to me. I enjoy it. Not so much the blog post writing anymore. I love the podcast, but the email writing is just so ingrained in me because I've been doing it for so long. It's Trust me, it's actually easy to write more emails than fewer. That last week I was chatting to Ash, who's my copywriter, and she's been on the team for about six months now, six or seven, and she's got a great style about her. She gets my voice. She also has her really own unique voice, and she's been instrumental in helping with the summit, with launches, with sales pages, and in emails. And um, I finally realized through a discussion that I was having that if I'm to let her just do her thing and be in her zone of genius and write the great copy that she does, I just need to give her full remit to do that. And I would constantly get in the emails and I'd tweak a few things and change a few things. And and Ash would try and write stories from my perspective without necessarily knowing the stories. And, and I just couldn't allow them to go out because I'm like, they're actually not true or they just don't feel right. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just butt out of it? And Ash just takes over my email and emails come from Ash for the next three or so months. And so that's what I decided. So I'm doing a couple more emails and then Ash is literally going to be not the voice of me. She's going to be the voice of her to my community. She knows my business well. She knows what I stand for. She's read my book. She's interviewed me about my book. She knows my ethos, my values, my philosophy. She's in the 10K Club. She's seen the Launch It Am course students. You know, like she's lived and breathed this journey with me for at least seven or more months. And she can tell great stories, but she can tell them on her own terms and her own words and, and her own awesome voice, which is bold and vivacious and hilarious at the best of times. And you know what? Maybe people get sick of me in the inbox. I don't think they do, but how cool to have somebody just come in and instead take over and still be in the business of helping my business grow and reaching out to my community and promoting the great content and podcasts that we have and offers, but doing it on her own terms. So I'm really excited about that. It's a biggie to let go of. But once I made the decision, I was like, 
deal with it. <laughs> it could be the best thing you've ever done. And some people may unsubscribe. Good for them. Some people may miss me. That'd be lovely. Some people may fall in love with Ash and may just want her there forever, which could be the best thing that also happened to my business. So that is the third kind of major thing that I've come up with. Um, definitely hiring resident coaches was a biggie. Handing over emails that I have literally written for the better part of 11 years. <sighs> and all of these things I just see as a real opportunity for growth. If I'm in the 10K club helping people 10X themselves, then I also need to be 10Xing my own growth and really looking at different ways of running my business. Hopefully being a shining light and example to other people who've been following my journey and just sharing some really interesting experiments with you to tell you how they go. So those are the main things. For the course of my maternity leave, I'm going to be available on Signal. Signal is kind of the go-to comms where if I'm not online at all, I'm not on my computer, that is the place where both Lauren and Ash can reach me. We do quite a lot of voice messaging. It's super easy. It's super quick. And you can get so much across in a short audio of 60 seconds or more. But I've basically said to Lauren, and we agreed on it last week, we had the final handover meeting. I had the team meeting on Monday. Lauren and I chatted. And basically for the first month of having our little one, assuming everything goes well, I just said, yeah, I'd really prefer not to be contacted unless it's something that is really critical and we honestly couldn't come up with anything between us versus maybe a site being hacked, which we did have recently, or something going down that just isn't cool or out of our control. And I honestly can't see that happening. So the cool thing about this, as I learned from my bike trip way back in 2012, which I think is still going to stand today, is that nobody really cares that much. Like, Nobody really misses you in the scheme of things. It's not critical if you don't show up in your stories or your feed or that you're not the person there. It really isn't. People disappear off the face of the earth quite often, especially in the online world, um, and they don't even tell you about it. And then they come back three months or six months later and they're like, hey, you might not have seen me around for a, a while. And some people will be like, hey, I've been away for a year. Did you notice? And hopefully if you've made any dent in this universe and any influence or impact in somebody's life, they're going to notice. But people are really forgiving. They really appreciate it. They love it when you respect your own boundaries, when you do things differently, when you take time out for yourself, when you go away and find yourself or go on an adventure or travel the world or do something really cool. So I think people actually really enjoy it. And Kayla, really? Are you trying to be part of this podcast? I don't know if you can hear in the background, but she's like, isn't it walk time? I've already taken them on a walk. So Kayla has a lot to say on this. She's really looking forward to me not being on my Swiss ball, bouncing around, recording podcasts, on team meetings and doing all those things. She's looking forward to more time with me and the little bubs and Josh and Angel, our other beautiful dog. And I'm just, I'm super excited about this next stage. And those are my baby proofing your business tips, which I honestly think apply, as I said, regardless of whether you're pregnant or not, because this is about how do you proof your business to run without you, to survive and not only survive, but thrive without you. And how do you take a break? How do you step back, let go of things that you've held on to so tightly for so long? And how do you realize and become to realize that you're important because everybody is, but you're not that important. <laughs> and, and the aim really here is to replace yourself eventually, right? There's a really great episode coming up, episode 131. So that'll be in about four or five weeks time. You can tell how much content we've got coming out, which is all about how do you build your business to sell it 
from the get-go and that might really freak you out or blow your mind and it's really got me thinking as well so yes there will be a podcast going out weekly despite me not being here until we run out of pre-recorded content there'll be a mix of interviews and solo episodes and you're going to be so well looked after there is so much value coming your way and uh, I'm just really excited to be able to share it with you from afar whilst I'm hopefully uh, doing a kick-ass job as a new mum and figuring out how to bring up a gorgeous little tiny human. I feel like this is the last episode, but it's so not. It's so funny, but it just, it feels like a really poignant one. So if you've stuck with me till now, thank you for being on this journey with me. Continue to please listen to the Untapped podcast, subscribe, rate and review, do all those good things so that when I come back from maternity leave, they'll be like, all these amazing reviews, all these new subscribers, all this awesomeness that's happened in my business and I can celebrate you and celebrate with my team and say, hey, you guys have done this so well. Should I go off again on a a sabbatical this time? No, I'm kidding. Kind of. That's it from me. Go forth, tap into your potential, get paid to be you and have a freaking amazing week.